0: Frank, candid, and straight to the point. This is The Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris. Sponsored by Concordia University on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor of the
1: city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the Common Council president, I just needed a replay for for Friday. Like, what was it? Like fifteen seconds of dead air? Yeah, that was that was that was pretty cool. That was pretty. Uh... But look, I got him. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. It was fun. It was fun. We got a lot of stuff to talk about today. Uh, first of all, I want to say thank you to those of you who came, Uh, thank you to 100 Black Men of Milwaukee for uh, hosting the Black Panther Wakanda Forever Viewing at the Marcus Cinema in Mequon, 10 o'clock on Saturday. We had a blast. You missed it. If you missed it, uh, we're going to be doing stuff like that all throughout 2023. That should be enough to drive uh, Kyle and... Cherie crazy for 2023 because i'm gonna keep coming up with this stuff i'm gonna keep coming up with ideas and they're gonna look at me like they're gonna give me the look and i get it and i understand it and i well i live <laughs> for the look uh 833-212-1017 is the number so i did a truth tech. i want you all to listen to when it, when it hits the air but I want to talk a little bit about it today and I want to talk about the fact that I am mad I'm smoking mad so you've heard about 3 or 4 days ago Milwaukee Mayor partially vetoed the council's budget um, and the library and fire funding is causing the stalemate and so it's a story from TMJ4.com Milwaukee Mayor Cavalier Johnson has partially vetoed the Common Council version of 2023 city budget, writing to lawmakers last Friday that he takes no pleasure in staffing cuts, but that we simply do not have good choices. The mayor sent the budget to the council last week. Council returned it to his desk with some amendments. And Friday, Mayor Johnson told aldermen and alderwomen, you mean city council members, that, He's vetoing the portion of the amended budget because they disrupt changes to public libraries and the fire department. Well, the council's budget amendments also siphon off ARP money, right? The ARPA money, the American Rescue Plan Act uh, money that we need to replace lost revenue in our 2024 budget. This is the first piece of legislation Johnson is vetoed from the Common Council. The mayor tells lawmakers he wants to compromise By creating substitute language that partially restores library and fire department funding that was reduced in his original budget. He said, if I were to accept these changes, the council has submitted, it would place the city in a worse financial or fiscal situation next year than in subsequent years. And I'm not willing to do that. Well, the Joint Finance Committee is going to take up the issue. It's a process like everything else. We got to look at it. They explained the November 2020, I'm sorry, November 22nd, 2022 vote will either sustain or override the mayor's veto. Two-thirds majority is required to override, and if the votes are overridden, the 2023 budget will be adopted as amended by the city council. If the votes are sustained, another vote will be held, right? So my question to you is, if we're cutting things like MLK Library. If we're cutting libraries, it it doesn't make any sense to me. He includes a $311 million property levy. That's a 2% increase in the levy in 2023 compared to 2022. So here's the issue I have. When we create budgets in the city of Milwaukee, especially the mayor, we do a really, really poor job at explaining to people this is what we're paying for. We give a general police, we give a general fire, we give a general library. But what exactly are we paying for? What money are we putting in? What increases are going to workers? How are you dealing with education, even though you don't have control of it? How are you dealing with that? I think one of the things we keep missing is that City Hall is not transparent. You put it in a budget and then you expect people to, 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 to read it in its entirety when they don't really understand exactly what's in it and what it means. And instead of you, the older, I guess we call it them persons now, you, the kind of council member explaining it in detail or even bullet points, we go back and forth. And now it comes down to whether or not you support this person or doesn't support or don't support that person. or wh- it, it comes down to a personal thing instead of a fiscal thing. And I think it's high time that Milwaukee starts to figure out who their leaders are, because if we keep putting up with this idiocy every single time we have a budget, we, we need to start getting rid of some people. Start with the mayor and work your way down. Or start with the Common Council and work your way up. But we're gonna give them through November 22nd to figure out what they're gonna do. But you have to be transparent in what it is you're going to do. You had MLK Library on the slate to be cut. And with MLK Library being cut, right? Where do you go to read? Where do you go to look at books? Unfortunately for the city, where do the homeless go? How do you get warm? Where do kids go after school? We keep talking about places that kids don't have anywhere to go after school. You take down the nets for basketball because there's a shooting. You take down things because people are are congregating. They can't be in a parking lot. They can't be on the school grounds. Where do they go? Well, maybe they'll go to a library and learn. But no, we can't do that because we're shutting all that down because – we don't have the money. Now, if you're going to hit me for more money, if you're going to actually tell me that if I pay, let me, let me just come up with a number, $3,000, 10% is $300, and 1% is 30, and you tell me you're going to give me a 2% increase and I got to pay an additional $60? I say make it 10% and lock it in for five years and call it a day. Let's get the money and pay for what we need. But instead, what do we do? We sit here and bicker over things because we want to make sure we make it look like we did a lot of things for the community. Black, white, Hispanic or Asian. But we really didn't do anything. When we're done, this budget isn't going to change anything in the city. We'll still lack services. We'll still have crime. We'll still have the Kia boys or some version of them. We'll still have home break-ins. And on the flip side, we'll have great things like fests. We'll have great things like neighborhoods. We'll have great things like clean streets, hopefully. But then I had to take a step back. And I had to realize that no matter what happens, no matter what we do, no matter what the Common Council decides, No matter what our elected officials decide in the city of Milwaukee, I had to keep one thing in my mind. Whatever the outcome of that November 22nd vote is, if it raises my taxes, I'm okay with it because I know kids will have a place to go. If it doesn't raise my taxes, and we have the same fiscal issues we have now. It just leads me to think of the entire city leadership in one statement. Stupid is as stupid does.
0: And that is Dr. Ken's truth on the new one Oh one seven, the truth, the truth in the afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on one Oh one seven, the truth, the truth app and one Oh one seven, thetruthcom
2: Cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it. Them bricks is way
3: too high, you need to cut it. Your price is way too high, you need to cut it. Cut
2: it, cut 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 it.
1: That's what we're doing with the city. We it. see
3: something? Your price is way too high, you need to cut it. Library? <laughs> Cut it
1: We knew this was coming That's why Barrett left I can't fix What's going on So I'm rolling out I'm getting me a job I'm out Is he even overseas Somebody said they saw him here Anyway He might be I don't know I always complain. I don't like a lot of taxes. What you want, Ben? Give me the hat. You me a North Face hat. Hey, can you find me a truth hat? I didn't get one. You going to hook a brother up with a truth hat? <clears throat> That's what I'm talking about. Because D.Z. don't be giving me nothing. He don't be giving me nothing. I'd be bad. D- i come in and be like, D.Z., can you help me, please? And he'd be, like, he be like, nope, all you get is a hard time. That's it. That's it. No, I'm just kidding. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. It, it amazes me. It amazes me. Talking text on Al said, isn't Cavalier Johnson asking for 3.9 to go to the east side for reckless driving due to a woman losing her life? Then he stuck millions downtown for reckless driving, which is five minutes from Kramer and North Avenue. Interesting. When two young African-Americans lose their life on Titonia and Villard due to being hit by a reckless driver, no mention of anything in that area. Just curious. I wonder the same thing. We keep getting shooting after shooting. Police officer shoots man. Woman's body found in the house. Shooting on Titonia and Villard. Uh, 30-year-old critical missing man. Menominee Falls. To like this is going on and on and on and on. And it's like nothing. Am I missing something? 833-212-1017 is the number. As we roll into the Christmas holiday, somebody asked me a question, and I didn't want to talk about it on the air because I didn't want to say anything negative. Yeah, right. About, uh, somebody asked me, are you going shopping? Like with the stuff that's happening in Menominee Falls where the store was robbed twice in two days and they took around seven, eight, thousand dollars worth of Ulta Beauty and then they resell them on eBay and all sorts of places two women stole 966 dollars worth of fragrances they left on foot the next night a man in a red zip-up sweatshirt Blue jeans. Now, was it a black guy or a white guy? Black female, white female? Which one is it? See, this is the idiocy that we do. How do you stop somebody when you don't even have an accurate description of who they are? Because you don't want to offend somebody. Offend a criminal. Anyway, they stole $6,420 worth of merchandise (laughs) and was last seen running toward Costco. Where it's cheaper? Like, I don't know. Or did they sell it to Costco? I don't know. Ridiculous. And we don't do anything about it. We don't say anything about it. And we want less police. Has anybody explained to you the social contract that we have with one another? That we won't break into our neighbor's homes. We won't rob our neighbors, beat wives, all that. Molest children, cause crime, wreak havoc. There's a, there's a social contract that we just accept. And when you break it. We have these things called laws and statutes, ordinances, that we use for corrective measure. In the meantime, we do things to get ourselves elected. We do things to get ourselves liked, and then we do it, and then the bottom falls out, and we're left holding the bag. I'll give you a perfect example. You remember the county under Aimit when they had all that money that was set up where people walked away with pensions of a million dollars and excess cash and all that stuff? People complained about it, but nobody looked at Milwaukee. Nobody looked at the city of Milwaukee when you retire from certain offices and certain jobs. Where at the time, police and fire had a pension where it gave you 70%, all things being equal. Police officer, 25 years in, you're out, you get 70%. Then there was a lawsuit and then we got a little more and some years were tacked onto it and stuff like that. Because of money that was taken. Otherwise, police and fire would be in the same place everybody else was in, and we wouldn't be having an issue with police not being like, fire not being alike, not being liked, all those things. But now we have it. And they've since changed it. I think they dropped it from 70 to 62%. Now you get 62% of your pension and you need to put money in your 403B and all that stuff. But you know, some of these 403Bs. And some of these company plans that you put your money in don't have things like index funds where you can actually watch your money and it has low expenses. So that doesn't really make you a lot of money that you should make because I'm stuck only working with what you give me. So that's kind of a pushback in and of itself. So what what how do you win when you're investing your own money? You have to do it outside of the system, I guess. I don't know. And I'm not a financial advisor, I don't play one on TV or the radio. And I don't give advice, but at some point, we have to make it better for the average man and woman to be able to make it in America, and we're not. So then, what do we do? Derek said, "What are you miss? What what you are missing is the people that are committing these some crimes are being paid to keep us." And I, I don't know, something and complaining. Is it guessing and complaining? I don't know what that. Go back in and work on that for me. But anyway. eight three three two one two one zero one seven. What do we do with this city as it relates to the budget? Do you want to pay more taxes to stop it? Or do you want to pay less taxes and just stand in your storm? Cause that's what's about to come. That is what's about to come. You're about to get a storm in Milwaukee like you've never seen before, or you're gonna get enough money, and we're gonna handle it, and we're gonna be done. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. I I don't I don't know if this budget is the end. But if you can curb inflation, I don't mind raising the budget a bit and pay a little more in property tax to make sure my garbage gets picked up. And by the way, they've been doing a phenomenal job with that. But at some point. We as citizens have to tell our elected officials, this is what you need to do. And if you don't do it, get rid of them. Boot them. All these cars that are that that are parked and being driven with no um, license plates on them, revoked, suspended, put a boot on them. If they want to sit the car there, that's fine. We don't need to pay somebody to tow it and pay a tow company to tow all these cars and got to pay them all this money because they're making money off of us. And we're not making money off the car. Boot the car and leave it there. When the people start complaining that the snow isn't off their block because the folks that push the snow can't move it because of the cars that are parked there illegally, it'll change. See, I think we don't spend enough time letting people live where they live. We don't spend enough time. It's, it's, it's like the baby in their diaper, right? The baby doesn't want you to change them. They'll cry. But if you let them sit in their diaper long enough, they'll cry loud enough, they'll let you change them. Because the pain of staying where you are becomes more painful than the pain it takes to change. And that's what's going to have to happen in Milwaukee. You're going to have to sit there long enough for you to become uncomfortable, and then you'll pay for change. Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017 is the number. Every time I do it, I do it for the hood. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven 212 1017 is the number. So I was talking about it earlier. Saturday, I spent Saturday morning sitting there watching the two-hour and 41-minute Black Panther Wakanda forever so it number couple things if you've seen it holler at a brother eight three three two one two one zero one seven. 1017 I want to call I want to ask you what you thought about it when we come back I'm gonna talk to you gonna be here I'm gonna talk to Ben and he gonna tell me whether or not he enjoyed watching it now you can't get nothing away, or else we gonna get into a fight up in here you know that but one thing we want to do is we want to look at um talking about how it made you feel and all that. And so we had a, a good number sponsored by 100 Black Men of Milwaukee. Uh, and thank you to 1017 The Truth for allowing us to sponsor it. We had a group of um, youngsters there that we spoke to, along with some adults and some other folks. And, and we really had a good time and had a great time talking and understanding just what it meant to go to a Milwaukee Black movie Sponsored by One Hundred Black Men and Milwaukee Black Talk.
4: I loved it actually. I I was like, so many like symbolic things in it. Like in the beginning, it basically showed like, well, I don't want to tell the movie <laughs> to people that haven't seen it yet. But basically, to see like the women in power at first, it was it was great. It's good and all. Like I don't know, it was just good to see a part of a part of the culture that I got I missed in movies. So that was I don't know. It was just great. And then like the two cultures come together at the end. I was like, oh my gosh. And especially the part I still don't wanna say the movie, <laughs> like say what happened. I'm just saying the Mayan people, how they were in slavery as well. When he saw what happened to his people and he's been alive for a long time. So when he's seen that and basically how he came about was great. So I just I love the movie overall.
1: So what kind of impact will it have for your life um, oh the now
4: like, it was just, it was very empowering, if that makes sense. It's like when you see all the, both of these coaches coming together like that, especially like, I mean, clearly because they have powers, but <laughs> I don't know. It was just great. I don't know what to say. <laughs> it was emotional. It was uh, surprising. It was very empowering, too. So, I mean, I loved
1: it. How did it impact your life? How, how will it change you from that? now?
4: <laughs> Well, I think it's more so looking at um, how—I loved how they brought another culture in, Um, especially darker uh, Hispanics. It it brightened the horizons of actually seeing them in a different aspect, bringing more culture uh, light to them and also our people at the same time. Um, I like the fact that it was learning how to live together and cohabitate together.
3: This is
1: my son Langston. How are you Langston? He's good. Did you like the the movie? And what did you think about it?
5: It was, uh, it was awesome. So I actually, this is the second time I've seen it. Okay. Um, I think, um, to be honest, I'm not really normally into, like, superhero movies. So I appreciate being able to watch it twice because I could follow the storyline a little bit better. Um, I mean, I liked it a lot. The first time I had, like, mixed feelings because, of course, it's not, you know... but the second time around I'm like okay I got it I'm into
1: it what did it what did it mean to see women in such a prominent role in a movie in areas where you don't normally see them like science math
5: Mm -hmm. so I've always I mean um science and math has always been like an interest area of my own and Mm -hmm. so I've always kind of pursued um engaging with other women who have similar interests, going to conferences that are geared towards like women in STEM and things of that nature. I think the impact hit me more in the very first movie where they had, you know, obviously the warriors were women. Um, it was still very beautiful to see in this movie as well. What
1: about the movie? It was pretty good. Okay, what oh. you think about it?
5: 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10? Yeah.
1: How did it impact you?
4: I just thought it was really good seeing like a lot of black people on screen, so, yeah.
1: But what does that mean to have women in math, science, mechanics, all sorts of things being in the
4: Representation. Mm -hmm. Good representation. Okay. Yeah.
1: What did it move you to do in the future?
4: I think it just moved me to like, that I could be out there, not doing what they're doing, just like be seen, yeah.
1: And that's what we did Saturday morning. We had a great time with um, black, white, Hispanic, Asian youth. Everybody was there. And I thought it was the movie was impactful for me simply because it carried on the legacy of Chadwick Boseman. And it gave a a look at how powerful we are. Come on. Oh, you're going to go from there. You can go from there. Yeah, you, you can you can you can just jump in and you can jump in and and so we had our our uh, advisory panel and our truth teammates and folks from you know all over. Good Karma Brands were there and they kind of hung out and our brand spanking new marketing director and all. it was it was it was great. It was um. I think i had a good time what about you ben
3: it was amazing (laughs) Uh, black panther 2 wakanda forever was a great sequel i know a lot of times when it comes down to movies they never follow up on their promise right all right this one definitely uh uh had a a few moments where you wanted to shed shed a few tears and i mean me being a man i wanted to cry a couple times can't tell y'all why all right, or else Doctor Kim. Wait a minute! What up. you mean being a man? Men cry. I cry. Oh, you cry, Doctor Kim? Yes, well, I cry too. I, you know, you know how they tell us: suck it up, don't cry. We got to try to be a man. You can still son. suck it up, Buttercup, but you can still cry while you're doing it. That's true.
1: You All know, oh, right. I'm trying. I'm trying to change the narrative, my man. You know, my man. Mm-hmm. And so, and so, when you saw, um, again, not giving anything away, but when you saw the two cultures, correct, that had to get along. Or else both would have been destroyed, perished. That kind of helped me think. Wow, if I can look at a movie and they can work that out, mm-hmm. we could probably do that here too. Ah, you know that
3: was a great takeaway from it, Doctor Kim, because uh, one one little nook and cranny that was in there that I, I believe that uh, people needed to take from the uh, the mm-hmm. uh, Wakanda Forever movie is that you can't move forward, you can't progress if you're always focused on vengeance. Yep. All right, if you're focused Ooh, on vengeance, say that. that woo-hoo! That was one of those, right? Yeah, Yeah. yeah. if you're focused on vengeance, it's only gonna destroy you. And it may not just destroy you, it might destroy your family as well. And you might catch yourself,
1: Mm -hmm. but it just might be too late.
3: Correct. Correct. So (laughs) it was one of those moments in the movie where I I said, Man, I I wish people would take that away from this movie.
1: If everybody in the world could see that movie, Mm -hmm. they would understand
3: definitely because you know a lot of times we sit back and question ourselves why we can't move forward or uh, and i'm talking about as a people right and sometimes some people just have too much hate in their heart for them to to be able to move forward you know you're not understanding that because you have this hatred in your heart for whatever yeah. reason yeah. you know you're actually are slowing your progress down you yes know?
2: you are mm-hmm. and put,
3: put more that. roadblocks in front of yourself and your people around you you know um but i thought it was a great follow-up uh I mean, you know, you know, See, Dr. You, can't, you can't say nothing <gasps> about it. Cause you can't,
1: yeah. You don't want
3: to give it away. But another thing that I thought was really great about it is uh, that they uh, uh, brought in the Mesoamerican um, uh, Aztecs. Ooh, yeah, yeah, the Aztec warriors uh, that they were
1: supposed to play. I um, thought that was the Yucatan Peninsula, Chichen Itza. Th- thank you, Doctor Kenna. that. That's yep. why you get paid the big. Bucks. Right? Yeah, it was it was nice. It, it was
3: definitely great, and I, I'm I'm glad that they're actually using uh uh, uh the Wakanda platform to uh, to use that as a vehicle to bring other cultures in. You know, I'm not gonna lie, that kid, I want to see the the Asian Americans in next time. I need well, some ninjas or something.
1: The beauty, of it, the beauty of it was that the people that were there mm-hmm. and the cultures that were represented, right. the people represented their culture in the movie. There wasn't someone else playing a right. part or looking like they were, they were actually... You know, from Mexico mm-hmm. and Central America and South America. Yeah, they represent their bloodline. Cool. I definitely. thought that was pretty cool. Definitely, definitely. I thought that was pretty
3: cool. And I mean, that type of representation is what we're fighting for, right? Like everybody needs to be represented in the best of light, because a lot of times we're fed, fed all these uh, negative stereotypes, negative narratives of who we are as a people, and that's not necessarily true. Mm-hmm. You know, again, when you sit back and see Wakanda and you you you're being in you're embracing the film, you somewhat go through this dream reality state, right? Like, yeah, man, yeah. this is what could have been, or this maybe this is where we're progressing to you know it just gives you so much more hope in who you is uh, it's gives you so much more hope t- into who you are as a person and so much more insight into who you are as a person and it just makes you feel proud about yourself I mean I, I don't know about you Dr. Kimball when uh Mbaku he's honestly one of my favorite yeah. characters on, on the yeah. Black Panther
1: series yeah that's my dude
3: I, I mean well where, where he called uh he called <laughs> well this is my one of my funniest like uh parts of the movie, but when he called the uh one of the warriors, what did he say? He said, You bullheaded demon, you know. That <laughs> was so hilarious to me.
1: But here's the cool thing. Go ahead. You tell me if you agree before we go to break. Okay. If you watch the last five minutes of the movie before the credits, mm-hmm. and of course, it's a what? It's a it's a it's a oh, I almost said it, it's a Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. So you got to watch after the credits, right? Correct. Five minutes before the credits and the scene after the credits. Mm -hmm. If you saw just that, it would have made your day. Definitely.
3: 100% true. I, you know, my thing is I always want to feel full after I leave uh, an entertainment idea, right? Like uh, I go to a comedy show. I go to see some uh, an artist perform their yeah. their, their project. I want to yeah. understand where they're trying to take me as, as right. a viewer. You know, and I think that's one thing that Marvel does well, yes, especially when it do. comes to Wakanda. Of, it's like I, I understand the beginning, the ending, the climax, and I understand why each and every part of it was so important. You know, um, and I, I loved it. I can't wait to see, you know,
1: what they do after. But we also have <laughs> other comics that came into play. Mm-hmm. Other... Storylines that came into play.
3: You know what? Like, like what? Are there uh, uh, little well, Easter eggs if you, you if got you re- that re- If you
1: remember going back to Black Widow, okay, oh, you remember seeing woo, Black woo. Widow, okay, okay. So you kind of knew what was going to happen mm-hmm. in Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, mm-hmm. right? Uh-huh. You saw, you saw people, you saw faces, you saw. So the the fact that they're able to weave that in, mm-hmm. just like culture, just like black culture, that we we're, we're all different, but we all have to survive in the same place at the same time, right? But then assumptions that we make. You know, there's a there's an old saying that we always say: first impressions are everything. Correct. Right. No, it's the second one. You think? Because so? first impressions are usually wrong. Think of all the people that you met that you didn't like when you first met them, and now y'all besties. But yet, when you first met them, man, I didn't like that person. I didn't. And then you got to know them. Hmm. First impressions are usually wrong. Hmm. And 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 that's how you have to take Black Panther. You have to watch the movie. And see the interaction between people and recognize you all are beefing really about the same thing. Right. That if you would just talk to each other and listen, we could turn it around. If you think we could do it in a movie, you think we could do it in Milwaukee? 100%. 100%. Mm-hmm. Thank you, sir. No problem. Appreciate you. 833 1017 If you saw... Wakanda forever. Give us a call. Let us know what you think. Now, just so you know, we got the we got the dump button sitting here. It lit up and it's, it's vibrating because if you say something about the movie and give it away, we're going to bounce you out of here. And by the way, Mercy, I feel you. She said my son was excited to meet you, Dr. Ken, but he was looking for Mel and D.Z.
0: All I got to say is like, Really?
1: It's music from Wakanda forever. Let us burn it together. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. We're discussing the Saturday showing of Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Talking Texas. Dion the non said Black Panther was okay. You fired Dion. Beat it. Beat it. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. Uh Mercy said LOL, yes. We listened throughout the day. So when I said we were meeting you all, he was like, So where's Mel and D Z? Really? DZ was there, but he was with his. You know, I don't know. I don't know if you want me to say it, but you know, he he was with his with his son, you know, and his son was in control, not DZ. So that was that. <laughs> you know how that go? When when well, is he even two? He ain't even two years old. Yeah, right. He was in control. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven. Billy from Brown Deer, you're on the new one zero one seven. The truth. How's it going?
2: It's going good. So how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. That's great to hear. Great show as always. I have not yet to see the entire movie yet. So I'm not going to lie. Wait, wait, wait. What movie. do you mean? What do you mean? I entire don't. movie? Well, any of the movie. I'm just saying, I, I don't want to come and, you know. Did you see like the original? Detail, so. Did you see the original? The first, of course. Of okay. course. I was about to I hang up, up on you, man. I, <laughs> I was watching 21 I was watching 21 Bridges on Saturday instead because I do some work, but Ooh. I want to say this, though. Yes, I sir. love the world history. It's helped me, you know, define who I am, right? Mm-hmm. I just want to say, because you seem like a very intelligent person as well. Uh, the Olmecs, the Mayans, and the Aztecs. Yep. In my understanding, they look more African than they did in that theme from the movies. So I've not seen all the movies. Mm-hmm. Did did the in your in your perspective? Okay. Did those people were they looking more Mexican or more African? Because I I was taught, and I'm off uh, uh, you know my 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 education that Olmecs. Mayans and, and the Aztecs right. were actually more African-looking than what we've been taught uh, in, in European school or in American school. Um, do you think that being not so much the case, if that is the case, once again I did not see the entire movie, I can't say I saw every character that was dressed as an Aztec or Mayan in that movie, So I don't want to say that's the case. I, but do I, you think that might be something that, to consider while we talk about this movie?
1: I think that it showed... A true representation of people who live um, south of the border. It showed um, Mexicans, uh, Aztecs, Mayans, uh, people that were from Central and South America. It even showed the Asian influence of China in into the area. And so,
2: did, the, did those south of the border look? Look, however. More Afrocentric than what we've been taught to believe.
1: They look the way I
2: study Mexico a lot. Right. Go ahead, I'm sorry.
1: They look the way people of Latin descent look. They are everything and, and that, from red haired, blue eyed, white skin to the darkest African you can find.
2: Right. So, and, so I would say this: yeah. that the Mayans and Aztecs weren't that though. They weren't. Correct. That's just not true. So that, no, that no, no, no. I said I, a,
1: I said those of Latin descent.
2: Right, right, exactly. Right. Latin descent, and but, they weren't what really Latin Mayans. But they, they looked they more. They
1: looked more Mexican.
2: Gotcha. And more so Aztec. With you knowing like, the truth,
1: I, I, I think that it represents something that people can understand and accept, versus trying Is it to. Wrong, for, though, sir? Well, no, I would say no. It's not wrong. I would say okay. no. I can only work with your perspective and your understanding that you have.
2: Right, right. I get, I get you. And, I, and what I'm That's saying all. is this: like, so young. Because I love the interviews you had. I got a chance to, like I said, I'm a teacher. I get in the, in the car and I listen to you on my, my drive home. Okay. Um, so what I was saying is that they, the, the little guys who were talking, they, they really touched me. Like, like, hey, I love the movies. It's awesome. They probably don't see themselves even having a. Even when I was a young person, I had no idea the old Olmecs. And the Aztecs and the Mayans right. were part of my history. Right, I didn't know that. I didn't know that till I was thirty plus, yep. out of college, reading it on my own. Right. So now to see this movie, in my opinion, just, I didn't see the movie though, so I can't. I don't want to say. You know what I mean? Right. I, I got. I got, I got about a minute left.
1: I got about a minute left. know.
2: I got to Robert, real fast. I would just say, as you guys are the truth, I would say let's let's question if there's a part of it that maybe isn't giving us. our truth so we know who we are great show as always comment was just a comment not to detract from the great show keep doing what you're doing love the show
1: all right appreciate you 833-212-1017 is the number but there's one thing I want to add to what what Billy just from Brown Deer just said the one thing we have to remember about any movie we see the movie does not have to reflect what we understand and know as the truth the movie is a representation. The movie is where you suspend your disbelief and you get lost in the story. And that's exactly what we did. So we didn't have to mince races and cultures and ethnicities and all that. We just watched a great movie where the majority of the people looked like me. And I think it was refreshing to see that. But I understand what it is Billy is saying. I think now you can use that movie to then go in and help teach and understand of how it it reflects the reality of the movie and not the reality of real life. That's all. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, top five and five. It's Monday. And it's a great day. I'll see you in a bit.